we empower you to be the super you, 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 super you, super you, super you. And the modular Lego-like approach is the following. You are very different to your wife. So you need different types of uh, plugins, quote unquote, uh, your your wife needs others and everybody in the world needs others because we're all very human, a very different human. Pablo Quiroga, I'm your host, and this is Devotion Freeze, presented by Fuel Talk, the show where we explore the story behind legends in the making and discover actionable knowledge we can all leverage in our daily life. Performance sports, nutrition, meditation, innovation, creativity, heart intelligence, the evolution of technology, and discovery of flow state are just a few of the topics we love exploring here at Devotion Freeze. I hope your week has been amazing, full of powerful interactions. Uh, It's okay if it's been up and down. Peaks and valleys are made to show us and for us to learn and go further. Today we drop into flow with Savine Seymour. And of course, at the end, stay tuned for a body meditation uh, brought to you by Sanan. So, a little bit about Sabine. Sabine is the CEO of Supa. She's an award-winning serial entrepreneur, author of three books on the topic of fashion and technology, the inaugural professor of fashionable technology at Parsons, and conceived the first biometric base layer for snowboarding in 2000. She is leveraging her 15 years experience with her company Moondial in building scalable technology innovations for the automobile, fashion, and technology sectors to establish SUPA as the go-to artificial intelligence platform for biometric sensing, merging digital health, sports, and fashion. And while Sabine is not chatting and collaborating with Mercedes, NASA, or being a part of an in-flight lab experience with Lufthansa, Sabine is picking up her surfboard and heading out to catch her next wave and enjoy the water. Sabine's spirit is capable of lighting up the Guru Lab within you. And now, let's drop into Sabine's devotion. My uh, current company is called Super. And uh, in Austria, when we say something is super, uh, we actually say, wow, super. So I can't deny um, that I was actually born in Austria. And uh, on my recent business trip um, where I had been in Germany last week, I actually had to go and ride some powder in the Austrian Alps. So, yes, definitely Austrian, definitely love to snowboard. Super wants to activate our superpowers. But how? What? When? Where? 
The when is easy. The when is now. The where is super easy. It's everywhere. Here's the how and the what. And I quote from Sabine's super AI medium story. Super AI contextualizes data derived from distributed IoT devices. IoT meaning Internet of Things, like digital scale, nutrition apps, and biometric data, heart rate, motion, temperature, from SUPA and MoveSense sensors in apparel. SUPA kits include the sensors and data and are modularly designed enabling SUPA's B2B customers to offer customized digital applications, including smart apparel for sports, wellness, and health. SUPA enables highly personalized insights for individuals and data analytics. SUPA is building a secure vault of biometric data to democratize healthcare. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, so I was I was reading in your book um, called uh, "Fashionable uh, technology, technology." Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it's a term you actually coined back in two thousand. Is that yes. right? Yes. Correct. How did you get to that moment of coming up with such words and combining them? Fashionable technology. Well, fashionable technology is an interesting one because. Sabine's experience with technology and fashion is very rich. Sabine wrote an awesome book entitled Fashionable Technology, the intersection of design, fashion, science, and technology. And I quote from Sabine's book, fashionable wearables are designed garments, accessories, or jewelry that combine aesthetics and style with functional technology. As designers of fashionable wearables, we view end users as fashionable beings who are attentive to style and the powerful potential of wearable technologies. Our design philosophy is based on the notion that garments are the immediate interface to the environment and thus are a constant transmitter and receiver of emotions, experiences, and meaning. The electric age ushers us into a world in which we live and breathe and listen with the entire epidermis. First of all, I, I, I come from technology, so I'm a technologist at heart, um, you know, from physical computing, but also from data science. And uh, I programmed Java in 96, so, uh, you know, uh, really compiling. Um, however, at that time, um, technology in particular um, was very much celebrating the geek chic and uh, my mom's a trained fashion designer my grandfather was a tailor i seem to have some style sensibility so 
it, um, it was actually hurting me quite a bit to think about technology being not fashionable um, and technology having to uh, really have a sense of um, when you wear it, uh, a sense of fashion, of style, of aesthetics, of appeal. So I figured that all technology we actually create shall have some you know, fashionable component to it. Um, and then, of course, being very close to uh, wearable technology, smart textiles and so forth, it uh, pretty much lend itself to it. Beautiful. <laughs> um, so fashionable technology, and then there's tons of segments within fashion, tells it, a lot of segments within technology. Um, what is your, your focus on right now with Supa uh, in terms of like who... Like, who are you trying to solve um, or, or, I guess, connect the, the intersections of fashion and technology for? Is it, uh, you know, the active um, sports consumer? Is it, a, you know, the, a business manufacturing company who is focusing on, on said consumers? Um, who are you actually trying to create um, this fashionable, wearable technology for? Well, Super is, is a data analytics company focusing on wellness, sports, and health. So for us, the components, uh, the devices that are currently on the market, um, whether those are fitness trackers to nutrition uh, applications to you know, digital scales uh, to fitness devices in, in fitness studios and so forth, are a huge uh, component of our work. And uh, at the same time, of course, the ability to also integrate data that is coming directly through our apparel. Um, and that's why we have uh, this great relationship and partnership with Sunto um, to be able to uh, also offer uh, sensors for apparel um, if need be. Sunto has been at the forefront of innovation handcrafting premium sports watches, instruments, and dive computers that have been tested in the world's harshest conditions. From the beginning of time, man has explored, and all that has changed are the tools. The word sunto comes from the Finnish word meaning direction. What we're really trying to solve is the horizontal integration. So you as a consumer, you don't really care um, about, or you, you know, it's very complicated right now. You get your data from your fit, from your uh, fitness tracker. You get your data from, uh, you know, your calendar, uh, your data from uh, maybe you, you add which vitamins you take every day. Um, you, you are looking at the surf report and the snow report pretty much hourly. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> um, and so those are the things that are all vertical. They're not integrated. They're basically making my life really time consuming. So I would love to actually be able to have all that in one application. But then at the same time, uh, what we are going for primarily and, and who our customers are is large fitness studios, um, wellness clinics, uh, you know, sports apparel companies. 
uh, and also, uh, you know, companies that are on the friction or on the interface between nutrition, uh, wellness, um, sometimes also companies that really have to deal with, you know, the insurance, corporate wellness and so forth to really enable these companies to, again, uh, plug and play um, mm-hmm. different types of uh, data sets and really create what we call super kit studio. There is a kit for wellness. There is a kit for corporate, um, corporate wellness and so forth. Um, again, plug and play, very, very importantly for us. Horizontal integration, very important for us. Uh, in particular for me right now, data ownership, data security, uh, those are, you know, very important terms uh, that I've been dealing with over the course of the last almost 10, 15 years uh, that become now very prominent uh, in the discussion around data. Um, and then, of course, you know, distributed networks because uh, the, the Internet node system, that's an old system. I mean, that's that, you know, was built 20, 20 30 years ago for going to um, the mar- going to market. But, you know, there it's not relevant anymore. We have to be um, much more flexible. Okay. Okay. So for, for my audience and for myself, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of uh, share with you my day-to-day life and see how you are viewing it through the super lens. So um, I'm, you know, 30 plus year, 33 years old. I, um, I get, I ride my road um, cycling bicycle um, about 10 to 14 hours a week. And I work mainly out of my house or a um, co-working office or coffee shops. Um, I travel inside the U S and also outside frequently throughout the year. And, you know, I have a dog. Um, I go and do yoga with my, with my wife sometimes outside, uh, you know, in, in, in like, after a hike or, or at the grass, or we go to California and the beach, right? So right there, I kind of um, informed you that I'm one human. Uh, my wife is another human. My dog's another being around us. Oh, and also I have a cat. <laughs> so we're, we're like these four beings, right? That, uh, you know, my dog has a collar. My cat has a collar. I wear clothes as a second layer. My wife also wears clothes. Um, we wear different sort sets of clothes for activity, um, for work, and for leisure, let's say. And um, so throughout the day, um, we're, we are either, you know, by ourselves or with other groups of people or together um, and in different environments, inside, outside, different weather. Um, we are, our hydration needs might be differently. Our nutritional needs might be differently. Um you know, our activity efforts throughout the week, throughout the day, throughout the month, throughout the year are different. The variable, we react to stress in a different way. So, you know, you're, you're the, what, what I'm kind of um, hearing from you and what sparked my, I mean, super curiosity when I first <laughs> met you um, was, was all that. Because you're, you're looking at that from a really, really, you know, panoramic view, from a top view. But then you're going into the actual, um, you know, layers of fabric that I wear every single day, and and you're you're potentially, you know, making me think that my t-shirt is going to start talking to me, 
<laughs> or my dog's, you know, caller, you know, is going to tell him something, right? Go, go drink or something, or don't forget you need to go outside and don't pee inside the house. You know? <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're staying with humans right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what is biometric Legos, right? Is, is this kind of how you're seeing, um, you know, the day-to-day -day life for people and, and, you know, the, their, their second layer of skin, which is their clothes and their apparel and their wearables? So uh, absolutely uh, to, to a couple of different things here. First of all, for us, we create the super you. Uh, we empower you, sorry, not we create, but we empower you to be the super you. And the modular Lego-like uh, approach is the following. You are very different to your wife. So you need different types of uh, plugins, quote unquote. Uh, your, your wife needs others and everybody in the world needs others because we're all very human, uh, very different humans. However, we all have a core type functionality. We're all like in your case, you know, you say I'm biking, like that might be a core functionality, but then the weather is influencing your biking. Um, we want to check whether you really bike for 10 hours and, and that, you know, is really your activity level is, is higher than somebody else's. Plus, because, the, you know, it is humid outside, you might need um, not so much, um, you, you're not as hydrated, et cetera, et cetera. Through Super are able to take a few different data points, correlate them, making them extremely personalized um, and thus be able to uh, notify you, do predictive analytics. Uh, as you said, you know, yes, go, go and drink some more water. Um, also looking into sleep patterns. And then maybe you uh, develop a cold, you develop a flu, or you have a headache or so forth. So we understand, oh yeah, the headache actually comes because you haven't been drinking anything and you did this 10 hour bike ride and outside it, you know, it was 103 and the UV level was like five. So instead of you taking a drug, uh, you know, a headache pill, you actually just need to drink, you know, a couple of bottles of water. That's one part. And the other part is uh, with, with clothing um, um, uh, application or a certain um, IoT device uh, already, but at the same time, you might wear three different types of outfits, what you had described before. And that is where um, is, is really where Super also comes in. And that is we integrate in every single base layer um, your sensors um, that it basically can capture a few different biometric uh, readouts. And you just literally have to move your super reactor, we call it, from one garment to the other. So when you mm -hmm. start, you, you know, buying or wearing one and change it into another, change it into another, um, it becomes so that it's a seamless capturing of data. Um, and that mm -hmm. is really, you know, where, where I want to be uh, with super at the same time. But again, it's only one part of the equation. A lot of other uh, information is, is coming from other devices or other information. Sorry, that was a very long answer. <laughs> no, I mean, because the, the use cases are, are many, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so when are your, your you know, the, the textiles and buttons and sensors and fibers and, you know, printed circuits um, going to connect with Alexa and Siri and... 
you know, these, well, these types of uh, functions. Oh, yeah. No, that's an easy one. I mean, a quote unquote easy. Um, that is because you have already an API infrastructure that we uh, developed. So an API in out. Uh, so you can uh, integrate with SDKs, different types of APIs. Uh, like you had said, uh, you know, Alexa being one voice control, depending on um, hearables is another interface um, that we are um, we're working with. Uh, so you could basically, you know, really, um, you, you don't even need, need to use your phone per se, um, in order mm -hmm. to, um, make some, take some control, um, of the interface. So absolutely. Um, and I think that is the, the beauty of super is that, you know, from the get go, we are designing this as a completely modular interface, um, where we have very clear understanding that you have devices, you have your garment, you need to interface with your garment. Um, and we are for, we, we basically want to create a super you, uh, or empower you to create a super you, um, basically through health wellness. And that includes of course, sport and, and movement and so forth. So a very clear path, um, it really empowering the end consumer, but the way we can do this is through uh, you know, also be like B2B applications in the studio, in, you know, uh, in a corporate wellness environment, in like in environments where you have more people that, uh, you know, have the same, uh, set of, um, of experiences and of, of needs and requirements. Um, and then what you're describing is sort of like the individual, you know, end consumer, uh, who is also, of course, very interested in uh, in this application, and so then can buy all these different devices if need be, or integrate with different types of existing applications. Uh, so we are a super, we are curating, and we we sort of like have our quote unquote, I would almost say favorites or or devices and and, and apps we think are um, greatly applicable um, to you know give you a super success. Yeah. Can you give us some example of those apps? So I, I can't, you know, it's absolutely nutrition apps. Uh, those are, I think a very big one, fertility trackers. Um, that's another one, uh, from a pure biometric perspective. Um, also, uh, the integration of, uh, something like a, a surf report, snow reports, um, uh, that are more informational that have not necessarily something to do directly with your biometrics but they influence your decision-making process as to like whether you go skiing or surfing. Um, the ability to also have uh, uh, like GPS, for example, very importantly, uh, because it allows us to understand whether, you know, what the weather pattern is or whether there is an, a pollen count that triggers a certain allergy if you basically go running. So uh, that is uh, that those are typical applications. So you have native applications that are native to your phone um, or to, you know, your Apple Watch maybe. Um, but then you also have applications um, that uh, we partner with. And what are your thoughts about uh, harnessing the power of precious metals in electronic uh, fabrics? Well, that is from a material perspective. Uh, you, you, what you're referring to is using them as analog sensors, correct? Um, yes, yes. Uh, so, like you know, I would at, at CES and, and in different um, 
um, workshops and, and events that I've been to, there's there are some companies that are using you know silver and gold within their exactly. fabrics. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Because those those have a a, a certain amount of conductiveness, uh, and thus you can run a certain amount of current through, or they you know literally uh, do conduct, and we can use and uh, we can capture an analog signal. The e textile slash component is um, the the fact that this is what we can do right now. This is a very um, aggressive. I mean, a very um, appealing uh, proposition. Um, but it will it will move even towards uh, the actual uh, uh, fi fiber itself uh, being the sensor through you know different molecular um, manipulations and so forth on a nanoscale. But that is like again that's out out ten years. Uh -huh. But I think right now from a from a from a pure implementation perspective, yeah, I mean any any type of you know. Uh, coding in in that sense is um, is what we what we can do right now. Plus, of course, different types of polymers. Plus, you know, so I think from a material science perspective, it's an interesting one. What is very very important is you first need to implement it. You need to be able to create a golden sample. You need to do all the testing, uh, whether that is testing um, body like on the body, making sure that there are no um, no rashes or no um, uh, uh, you know, um, drying out or whatever it is, like all those different tests that we need to do. Um, and then from that, you looking into the legal perspective, you know, making sure that that is taken care of, then you're looking into the upscaling process, and then you're looking into like, what does it cost at the end of the day? So it definitely is a, quite a few layers that um, a few companies have been going through over the course of the last 10 years. And some of them are amazing success stories. And, and we, we work with them. Cool. Cool. So, you know, we, I mean, we met at, at CES, right? And, yeah. and um, I saw you standing there in a, in an ocean of um, uh, men and women walking around with backpacks and cameras and folders and business cards and, you know, the, the CES ID tags and everything. Um, and, and you had, you know, the super flag um, <laughs> flying nice and high, which I loved. So I, I want to learn a little bit more about you, right? Like the, the, the Sabine who loves, um, you know, getting into barrels and, and just feeling um, the water. So who, who inspired you to be the person that you are today? Um, I think definitely my dad. It's so cliche, correct? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, it is, but come on. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, I have a, I have a brother, um, and, uh, and we both did the same thing. We got the same dirt bikes we built the same tree houses. Uh, you know, we got the same cars that we got, we got on the racetracks together. You know, we, we learned how to actually change, uh, uh, you know, a tire. We learned how to fix our motorcycles. I mean, I never ever felt I'm a girl. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. I so I think this is one of the things. So, and, and my dad is also, um, you know, he's he's fantastic in saying, hey, you you gotta you gotta really want it, but hey, don't want it too much. You know what I mean? So uh -huh. it's like this pull and push, and it's I think this is where you know again, uh, backcountry snowboarding. Now that you know, I'm so so into surfing. Um, 
it's really where you have to understand what the risks are. Um, you have to be able to go for it. You have to be able to, in a split second, understand, uh, you know, whether you have to pull out yes or no. Uh, so I think those are the things that, you know, I really, um, me as a person, um, I'm very, um, I'm very driven by the fact that you can achieve a lot uh, by being very um, thoughtful, uh, but at the same time also being, you know, a, a yeah, being a, yeah, being a, just going for it. I mean, can, it's can life. You me, can you tell me a little bit more about wanting it, but not wanting it too much? Um, you know, you want to manage, your, you know, you, you, you want to go out and get that barrel, but when that barrel is a seven footer and, and you just know that you got, you ain't gonna like, that's gonna, but it's gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> And and you and you and you 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 just like you just like you know you know uh, body surf back in and be like what up you know and you just get out of the water and you look at the guys and you go like damn this guy's good you know and uh -huh. you're happy about that guy really catching it but you also know that you know you got your limits so um, and then sometimes you just want it so much uh, that you know you were like aggravated and and frustrated and yeah. uh, you know. And, and then it's not chill enough, you know what I mean? And yeah. the waves know that. I mean, I mean, on a snowboard in particular, if you're not chill on a snowboard and, and it's big mountain and yeah, yeah, you're going to fall. Yeah, you're going to go head, head over heels for sure. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's also, you know, when you ride, when you snowboard, but also, you know, it's a little bit also when you surf um, as well, but particularly when you snowboard, you know, spot your landing. You always got to spot your landing. You also need to, you always need to know how to get to, you know, you always need to spot your landing. And I think that's for me, from a, from a business perspective, from a life perspective, just, just spot your landing, just know I where you're that. going. I love that. I love that. What, what would you, um, what would you say is your most recent, uh, intrinsic motivator? Like what's really driving you to kind of keep going at it? Um, I want to, I really want to make, I really want to allow people to experience uh, what it is when you are like in, when your body and your mind and uh, is, is, is like, you're, you're completely balanced. Um, so I think, you know, there's, that has to do with wellness, with activity, with sport, um, you know, and that, that really drives me. Um, it's really allowing and, and, and empowering people to, to find that. How, how important is mindfulness in very all of this important. pattern? Yeah. Very important. It's very important. Um, I think it's, <clears throat> it's something that unfortunately is, is not, uh, well, fortunately now it's a little bit more in, in the mind of people, but, uh, mindfulness, um, there was, you know, it, it, it's stress reduction. Um, it's really, um, the ability to, um, you know, breathing, uh, you know, to take a deep breath back and, and step back and be like, okay, cool. Um, there are lots of different facets. Um, I think it's also, um, you know, uh, we need to release more like pressure. Um, it, there's just too much going on. I think also in terms of technology and social media and all of that, we need to get back to be more authentic. I think the, that's why I love, um, you know, the, the generation that's currently, you know, uh, growing up. It's like, they're really, they, 
they grew up with with all this tech stuff with social media they're like whatever um and it's all about you know again being authentic being cool being like the environment being like you know people again like my buddies we're hanging you know so i love i love uh you know um i love kids they they're like uh they're still super authentic and yeah that's yeah. to me that's going to be super cool yeah yeah i love uh how kids pay so much attention to details yeah. and you know i always i I always catch myself um, in in the details, but I'm like, you know, I I'm all right with that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love that. Well, um, the de- detail, and they ask questions, and they're not shy of asking questions, you know, and they're like, you know, and they're they're the best UX people ever, you know. If you want to have a UX <laughs> tester, you know, get, get yourself your your brother's sure. kids, you know what I mean. Yeah. They're like, damn, the button doesn't work, you know. They're like, ah, oh, they throw it out the window right away, and you know, okay, that is not so happening here. So true, um, so true. Versus, How's you know, it? a lot of old people get, con- you know, we as as an older generation, you you get you you're so conditioned. I mean, there's so much bad UX out there, but hey, you know, you just deal with it. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah. How important is breath to you? Breathing? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that is very, very, very important. Um, I think, however, um, it is something that you need to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, well, no, you need to learn in order to actually get into a meditative, meditative state. That's sorry. I'm you know how to breathe when you when yeah, you're born yeah. but yeah. um to really um and and i think what breathing to me i mean that's also with some of the sport uh or with some of my movements but it's um you need to create patterns in my opinion um about when when you almost breathe how you know what i mean so that you get yeah. into certain modes and into certain moods um, you know, I have a lot of ticks, man. I used to, I used to race border cross. And the only thing, the only time when I was able, you know, when I raced, I wasn't a gate. You have to hold the race, uh, you know, back and left and right. Right. Damn. Before I started, there was like a few seconds left before, you know, the, uh, the race started, uh-huh. had hands, hands on the gates and then, okay. A few seconds. What I always had to do was like pull my, my pants up. Uh-huh. And then back on the gates. If I would not do that, I did not win. So that's the same with breathing. Like there is a certain breathing pattern that you learn for certain moments. And and then, and then it's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually, you know what? I've actually been, you just brought, brought this to my attention. I've been going down this uh, same ride here in Vegas and um, on my bike and, you know, you're going like, 30, 30 to 40, um, on these curves. And what I'm doing now is I'm holding, I'm pulling in breath before I take in the curve, um, and, you know, start creating more speed. I'm, I'm pulling my breath in, I'm pushing it all the way lower, lower to my gut. And as soon as I hit the curve to actually like turn and you get really, you gotta be really nice and tight and positioned correctly or else you're just like totally screwed. I, I let the breath out, you know, and, you know, take that curve and I'm just like, perfect you know yeah and and, but i'm i'm doing it like consciously now which is which is an awesome awesome feeling um what what type of things do you do when you're feeling stressed out (laughs) 
I go surfing. Um, yeah. I, I, go, I need nature. When I'm stressed out, uh -huh. I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm yeah. in. I need, I need nothing. Drop zero. everything you go, huh? I, I need, I need zero. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, I grew up in the country. So, you know, for me, nature is just, you feel so small. I mean, I'm like, okay, there's a big wave and you're like, you know, you're stressed out. Or you go up to, you know, you, you hike or you go up somewhere where, you know, um, there's nature and, and, and you're like, you feel, suddenly you feel so small and all the problems are pretty much gone. Yeah. But in the summertime, it's pretty funny because I always say, you know, all the bullshit that's happening, you know, during the day or during the, like yesterday in the morning, I just like, you know, I go surfing, leave all the dirt in the, in the ocean because the ocean can take care of that one. It's big enough. Um, you know, and then, um, yeah. And then I go and, and, and go forward into the day. I think you should have, I think people should have routines, whatever makes them happy, uh, and however they relieve stress, but it's very, very important to have a routine. So you're, you're sharing all the characteristics and traits of someone who, um, is practicing breath, loves to be outside is, um, mindful um, of, of, um, surroundings and, and environment. Um, what about self-awareness? Like what, what have you kind of figured out and definitely pinpoint to be your weakest, um, and you know, life is about yin yang, your strongest character traits. Like which ones do you think are your weakest and strongest ones? It's probably both the same. It's like, I got too much energy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. I sometimes I can't channel my energy, so that's really uh, that's really a, a, a yeah something I have to work on, and that manifests itself with you know in anything. Uh, I, you know. I can hear it in your voice. The way you speak is is contagious, and I feel like I'm getting energized by you. But I hopefully I'm I'm reciprocating and recycling <laughs> that and giving you some sort of energy as well because I don't want to be a taker. You know, everyone talks about haters, but you know the, if you're really self aware. There's a lot of takers out there, right? They're just like, they're just around and they just take your energy and take other things. But anyways, um, that's a different story. Uh, um, you know, what, what do you... That's, you have a, I have a routine for that too. Okay, what's that? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> I spit air. Okay. You let yeah. it out. You let it out. Yeah. So if, you know, if you're expelling and, and you're giving energy and energy is just coming out of you, what do you do to recover? I mean, what are you doing to recharge? Is it going outside again and getting vitamin D and, and talking to plants and, 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 and water and, and feeding off of that? Um, I think that's an inter that's a, that's a, there are a few different ways. Um, you know, if I can do this, this is amazing. Uh, if I can't, I basically enter my brain. Um, so completely, um, yeah, completely let go. Uh, but very often I just smile. I mean, there is, there is, there needs to be something and every day there needs something, you know, yeah, you just smile. You're like, oh, cool. You know, I, it. It, I don't know. I mean, I love it. I love it. That's <laughs> wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, all right. So, you know, what is your, what is your, what do you envision right now and in, in what you're doing, you know, every single day for, for Supa? Um, you know, what do you envision? Uh, moving forward in the future what are your kind of next steps and like what's really like you know gets you super excited i think um i'm really 
even today, uh, super exciting is when um, we have customers uh, that completely um, are in tune with our supervision, and it's it's almost like okay, let's get it, let's let's do it, let's how how can we do this? Like, what are we doing? What how do we? That is so so cool uh, because that uh, empowers me to really um, think about. Uh, or, or actually, it's like, oh my God, we're gonna get this into people's hand. Uh, people will be using this. Uh, they, we're gonna have a lot of super use out there. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, uh, that's an amazing uh, feeling for me, um, and that I really want uh, more and more. So I really, really want more and more customers uh, and more and more people using super. Um, just because it, it just, it's an amazing experience, uh, to see people light up, uh, and to allow people to be like, oh my God, yes, this is actually really something that is helping me to become, uh, you know, a superhuman, um, and really, uh, unlocks, uh, certain traits that, you know, I, um, they were hidden or I didn't even know I had them. Or they didn't allow me, uh, you know, I'm maybe, maybe I feel toxic, maybe I feel, you know, not right. And this really empowers me with, with data, but the data is, is in our sense is so, um, uh, you know, well contextualized that it is wisdom. I always say, you know, your grandmother looks at you and she tells you, Hey, you need some chicken soup. She doesn't, she has no idea about data, but she already had contextualized you standing there or sitting there being, you know, white faced, having, you know, no, no, um, you know, uh, you know, no energy. Uh, and she already knows you from the time you were born until now. So, she, so in her head, she's the best computer ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and that's really what I want super to be. So, so become a human, uh, but an AI quote unquote, which, you know, but, um, but really humanizing technology. Tell me a little bit about the, um, but before we close out here, the the Luf, uh, Lufthansa flight lab. I think there was oh, like, the flying lab. Yeah, yes. tell me about oh that. That looked so much cool. fun. That looked insane. Yeah. <laughs> tell me about that. Yeah, so basically Lufthansa and Deutsche Telekom um, uh, initiated the flying lab. Lufthansa has initiated or has been uh, conducting flying labs for the last year and a half. And it's basically, um, this one was from uh, Frankfurt to CS. Uh, it was a conference on board um, with uh, Deutsche Telekom, Lufthansa. Uh, Paul Dillinger from Levi's also spoke in Google about Project Chakar. Uh, Professor Paul Ludkowitz spoke about AR. Um, and then myself uh, as well. And it was really, uh, really thinking about, you know, uh, what was the fusion between uh, technology and fashion in the context, of course, Austin Airline. Uh, so the project uh, ranged from uh, different types of um, uh, games, for example, for your legs uh, to avoid thrombosis to, uh, you know, outfits for, the crew. Um, so the, yeah, it was an amazing, it was an amazing experience. Um, and of course it's, you know, it's great because the, you know, a bunch of people that really understand what, uh, what we are doing. So it's amazing. Beautiful. Where can people find, um, super and well, 
Where, where can people go to light up their superpowers? <laughs> so right now, uh, our website is super, S-U-P-A dot A-I. Um, and uh, you'll find uh, all different types of information uh, on there. And uh, if you want to learn a little bit more, uh, we're also setting up something called Super Intel. Uh, so uh, really having uh, information about different types of sports, wellness, health, and so forth. So, um, yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Much love to everyone for tuning in into this week's episode of Devotion Freeze. Sabine and her team are creating a horizontal plug and play within the wearable industry. Super kits are going to enable their customers to unlock the power of their workforce and positively impact the lives of many. Sabine is devoted to a true breath of authenticity and awakening the guru within her human transmitter. As a practicing athlete, I peek into Sabine's supervision through a human sports performance lens and see an essential ingredient we all need to increase our life capacity. Balance. If there is something or someone that can support my want of life balance, I'm all in. Thanks again guys for tuning in. Get at me on Instagram and Snapchat. Search me, Pablo I. Quiroga. Stay tuned to our digital space at www.fueltalk.co and explore all the extra fuel that we have about our guests on these podcasts. Remember, guys, crush your ego, devote your life to your inner passions, light up your inner guru lab, and get free. And now enjoy a body meditation experience brought to you from the lovely Sanam. Sit comfortably or lie down. Close your eyes and visualize your body. Breathe comfortably. And on your next inhale, breathe into your heart. Feel the rhythm of your heart as you breathe out. You may breathe out through your nose or mouth, whatever feels good to you. And now visualize the light of the sun. Feel the heat as it radiates on your body. And on your next inhale, breathe in the light of the sun into your jaw and let the warmth radiate through any tension you may be holding there. Just let it go. As you breathe in again, this time into your hips, allow your breath to bring in the golden light of the sun. And as you breathe out, a 
allow this light to radiate through every tissue, releasing tensions, repairing, rejuvenating. And now breathe in again, and this time send your breath to your knees and let the sunlight radiate on and through your wonderful knees. Let the golden light be there as you breathe out and release any tensions, any worries, any fears. Let them off your knees. Now breathe into your feet. Bring the golden light as you breathe into your wonderful feet. Let it radiate through every cell as you breathe out the golden sunlight through every cell in your feet. And now visualize yourself surrounded by a halo of golden light. You'll feel your body growing warm. And if you have tension, let the golden light go there as you breathe naturally, comfortably, safely. And continue to breathe and allow the golden light of the sun to naturally and gracefully nourish your limbs your mind. Send the golden light of the sun to any area that needs repairing. Breathe into that area of the golden light of the sun. Breathe out and allow this light to nourish your body. Continue to breathe as you come back to your heartbeat. Breathe easefully as you slowly wiggle your toes and gently open your eyes. <laughs>